Do you ask yourself, do I care? Why am I here? What's the point of it all? Do I really have any control? Why is our society crumbling into chaos? If you ask these questions, you're in the right place. Welcome to the David Mulatto Show, where truth and facts matter. I've written a book about my observations of life. It's called Truths of Life Through 101 Aphorisms. And my goal over these next podcasts is to talk about things in life using an aphorism and then the explanation of an aphorism. I genuinely believe that we've lost our ability to communicate. And I wrote this book because I want you to take an aphorism and ask somebody what's their opinion. Then maybe they'll return, give you an opinion and you can have a conversation. Because the reason this country is so divided is that we've stopped talking, we've stopped communicating. We're picking our sides and we're allowing our leaders to go to war. And then we're complaining that we don't like the direction everything's going. We live in a democracy, we elect people. So I think what you're seeing going on in government and across the nation is a reflection of us. Because we're putting people in office, giving them very powerful jobs, and we elect them over and over again. So all I say to you is, let's start and have a conversation. So this book, Life Through 101 Aphorisms, will be about conversations on all different topics. So... The book starts, I make no claim to original thought. Through the course of human existence, much has been said and much has been forgotten. In truth, I admit, these words I lay out before you are only original to my personal observations of life. Although influenced by much and absorbing little, I have had the great fortune of living many lives, each full and varied. I pass on to you much that I have observed in the hope that in this brief moment of time you and I will share a moment of commonality. So my first aphorism, circle thinkers drift left, block thinkers drift right. So I make the case that the brain has neural passages of thoughts. So when we hear something, what we hear goes through a channel That channel has two paths. It has the block path and the circle path. I'm speaking metaphorically, obviously. But what I'm saying is that one pathway creates a circle thinker and another pathway creates a block thinker. And ironically, recently, I just heard a study about how they were finding that men were drifting towards conservatism and women were drifting towards liberalism. So what I'm about to explain to you in some ways would make sense of this. So a circle thinker works on emotion. So the things they think about and the things they understand and the things they believed are circular. And the thing about circular thought, it can be molded, it can be adapted, it can be moved, it can be rearranged to fit a situation. 
Now a block thinker thinks rigid, thinks in blocks. That means there's not a lot of leeway outside that thought. Things have a structure. I would say that a good example of this would be the constitution. Circle thinkers think the constitution is a document that can be molded and manipulated, though I'm not sure manipulated is a fair word, to fit the environment, to fit current trends. The circle thinker thinks that the constitution is a guideline to be molded and adapted to the needs of today. A block thinker thinks that the constitution is set in stone and the same rules that were written when the constitution was created should be applied in today's culture, even though today's culture is very different. Those rules have been established and they're not up for negotiation. Circle thinkers think that in today's society, behaviours, rules and laws need to be adapted to fit the trends of today's culture. Circle thinkers believe that we should have compassion, that we should make adjustments. A person's past, their history, their social structures should be taken into consideration when applying the rules that we set within our society. We see this in colleges, we see this in law and order, we see this in business. The adaptation of something in order to fit the current need. So if you're disadvantaged or you've had a checkered past or if you come from some historical imbalance, then it's up to today's culture to fix those problems and make adjustments. That's what a circle thinker believes. Now a block thinker believes that the great establishments that America built, the structure that America built, allowed people to create prosperity, allowed great things to be built. Law and order is a structure set in stone. If you break the law, you break the law. And so these two different mindsets, structure and let's call it emotion, adaptation based on emotion, are a conflict. And you see this throughout our society. You see those that want to have rules adapted to certain groups and want different rules for different groups based on their economic or their social structures or their history. And then you see the other side saying that, no, these are the rules, these are the laws. They're not up for negotiation. If you break them, you need to pay the consequences. So as you see, the circle thinker and the block think at odds. And I'm here to tell you, there is no solution in getting these two thought processes on the same team. It's not going to happen. Two different ideologies with two different ways of thinking and two different beliefs on the path which a society should take. So under these conditions, you may ask, what's the solution? Well, the solution is only negotiation. Now, if you look at all great civilizations that have failed and fallen into the dust, None of them have ever survived in longevity. And I think one of the reasons, or the biggest reason, is human instinct, human nature. The only solution for negotiation of difference of opinions is looking at somebody across the table and accepting them as an equal. If you don't see somebody as an equal, then why would you want to negotiate with them? If you see them as inferior to you or your enemy, you don't really have a choice other than to try to conquer them. And that's what's going on in society now. It's a conquering of alternative opinion, the conquering of alternative views. And throughout history, it's been done through all sides, whichever side has the power. But they all use the same mechanics. First, you have to have an ideology 
whether it's some historical event, whether it's some past indiscretions, whether it's a belief system, whether it's a god, whether it's a, a political point of view, that becomes your focal point. And then as you go into battle and you have your generals spread your message, then you have your soldiers go to war. Anybody, any dissent has to be stipend. Any dissent has to be quietened, has to be silenced. And even though the names have changed, the times have changed, it's always the same process. If you look today at the targeting of certain groups, if you look today at the persecution of people who may disagree with other people, if you look at the demands of the few expecting the rest to lay down and submit to their will, the one common denominator in all of this is if there's an alternative view, it gets crushed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's no debate. And so here's the thing. This book is a way to start a debate. I want you to pick an aphorism, and there's 101 of them. Ask a friend, ask a neighbor, but start communicating, start talking, because if you don't, history has proven. Once the talking is over, chaos begins. And when I say chaos, I mean mass chaos. So if you want any hope for your children, your grandchildren, the first step is you better start a conversation. Thank you.